Hello, everyone, and welcome to Driving Discussions. In this series, we're discussing the forces that affect road fuels globally. This series is brought to you by Argus Media, a leading independent provider of energy and commodity pricing information. In this episode, we'll be discussing the COVID-19 impact on Indian transport fuel markets. My name is Sunita Sharma. I'm Vice President for Asia Refined Products here at Argus. With me is Aldrich Chu, editor of the Asia-Pacific Products Report. The virus has affected commodity markets across the globe. And India, the third largest oil market in the world after the US and China, is no exception. Stay tuned as we discuss the impact of the virus on India and the wider refined products markets. Hi, this is Eldrick. The virus outbreak in India has met with strong response from the Indian government. We shut the entire country down for 21 days from midnight on 25th April, sorry, 25th March until 14th April. India has 4,281 confirmed cases with 111 dead as of 7 April, and the number is rising fast. Could a lockdown be extended? If not wholly, then at least to a large extent. That's not unlikely given India's large population of 1.38 billion people, and also the limited testing and contact tracing facilities, and the inadequacies of the healthcare system cope with a sustained high influx of very sick people. So it is understandable that the government is moving to contain the spread rather than have to deal with the fallout. Yes, governments across the world are having to balance healthcare issues with economic interest. It's a struggle to come up with an adequate forecast on how India's oil demand will be affected by the measures the government is taking. What we do know is that oil demand was already slowing as the economy slowed. India's GDP growth was 7% last year, down from over 8% a few years ago. And the virus has slashed GDP projections this year to 2%. Aldrich, let's look at the impact of COVID-19 from a refined products supply perspective. At this time, refiners in India should have been benefiting from low crude prices and a seasonal demand spike. But economic activity has halted as a result of the population lockdown, and transport restrictions have cut sharply into jet, gas oil, and gasoline demand. What are you hearing from India about what is happening on the ground? Let's start with run cuts by the refiners. As with other refining centers, we know that margins are deteriorating and a product's stockpile building. In Singapore today, gasoline margins are minus $11 a barrel and gas oil struggling under $7 a barrel. What's happening with refinery runs in India? Well, Indian refiners are definitely cutting runs. And we know that the country's largest refiner, Indian Oil Corporation, also known as IOC, has a combined capacity of 11 million barrels per day across Elam refineries has cut runs by an average of 30%, and possibly up to 50% at some refineries. And IOC affiliates Chennai Petroleum has indefinitely shut two of the three CDUs at its 210,000 barrels per day refinery as demand for transport fuels evaporates during this shutdown. We know also that fellow state-owned refiner Bharat Petroleum, also known as BPCL, with 770,000 barrels per day of refining capacity, will cut runs by roughly 30%. And similarly, for 300,000 barrels per day, Mangalore Refinery and Petrochemical, also known as MRPL, they will cut runs by a third of capacity, uh, industry sources say. And in terms of the two private sector refiners, Nayara and Reliance Industries, we'll see cuts for around 20 to 
as domestic demand contracts. Indian refiners are indeed in a very unique situation. So what happens is that at the depot or the supply point just before the retail station, they have typically carried up to about 20 days of inventory. And in case of any supply disruptions from a refinery, this means there's very little spare capacity to carry additional fuel if the offtake at the retail station is expected, as has been the case now. So the refineries have to cut quickly if the downstream demand goes. And we can see that demand from consumers has fallen away very sharply. And what is also likely to happen with Indian refiners is that they'll postpone refinery turnaround starting April. So the second quarter is typically a very heavy turnaround period, but reduced operations means that refiners like MRPL, HPCL, and PPCL, who all have planned turnarounds in this period, will postpone these. And actually, this year, we've already seen a lighter than usual refinery turnaround season. It's because these refineries who have been preparing for BS6, also known as Barat 66, Indian fuel standards, domestic Euro 6 equivalent, has already brought refineries down much earlier in preparation for the first April start. And the virus has just seen refiners reduce turnarounds even further. Despite the refinery run cuts, though, we seem to be seeing a rash of gasoline and gasoil offers from Indian refiners. Not a good sign about domestic demand. Can you tell us a bit more about what we are seeing offered on the spot products markets? Well, that's a good point about demand destruction. So let's take this product by product. Bearing in mind that the Indian government only locked down the country starting 25th March. So Indian gasoline demand in March fell a hefty 18% from a year earlier to 529,000 barrels per day. Now this fall is less pronounced than it could have been given that no one has been doing much driving to work or to anyone else for the matter. But state-controlled fuel stations were ordered to stay open even after the lockdown was imposed to provide fuel for migrant laborers to return to the village. And despite the run cuts by IOC that we talked about earlier, we have seen IOC offer about four gasoline cargoes just for April loading despite being a gasoline importer typically. And this will be the first export cargoes we have seen from IOC this year for sure. Indian gas oil has been affected even more badly. The initial numbers that we are seeing for March suggest that diesel is down 26% from a year earlier and to 1.2 million barrels per day. And as I said, this is not even comparing a full month as the PM or the Prime Minister just made an announcement to shut down the country only on 23rd March. So maybe a full week in March where the economy was locked down and we feel that diesel could be hit harder than that given the exports we are seeing. In terms of exports, we are seeing that Indian state control refiners, IOC, BPCL and MRPL, they've already offered more than 500,000 tons of gas oil for April loading compared to just 190,000 tons in March. But it is Indian jet fuel consumption that would have been hit the hardest. Demand in March was down 32% from a year earlier to 118,000 barrels per day. The government has banned all flights domestic as well as international until 14 April, with 600 aircraft grounded. Domestic flights are taking bookings from 15 April at this point, although the national carrier Air India is holding off until 1st May. So India's air passage, passenger transport uh, sorry, traffic growth has really been really slowing, and it was just under 4% last year. And this virus will devastate the aviation industry as it has in many, many countries now. And please bear in mind that also that two private refiners, Nayara and Reliance, typically supply to the domestic marketing companies through monthly offset agreements. 
And it's still not clear to us at this point if the companies are reducing volumes they take in the local market and if these volumes are also finding their way out as export. So it's not surprising then that we have seen clean product freight rates for 35,000 ton vessels rise with the surge in gasoline and gas oil exports from India. Yes, we've definitely seen freight rates rise generically because of higher uh, clean product exports and increasing demand for floating storages as a contact deepens throughout the clean uh, product market. But when the lockdown was announced, freight for medium-range or MR vessels was excess at world scale of 164, and freight for long-range 2 or LR2 vessels were assessed at world scale 175. So for MR rates, it started rising right after the shutdown and reached the peak of last Friday at world scale 200, or 36 points higher from where it started. And there are two main reasons for the sharp increase. One was, of course, LR2 rates were very high and charterers were splitting cargoes over two MR vessels. And the other was the sheer volume of clean exports that we see from India and the Midis Gulf. And compounding this was slower port operations because of reduced manpower, crew quarantine, and this reduced available tonnage at any point, pushing up rates. Coldrick, I'm very curious. What has been the impact on the Indian consumer have we seen Indian gasoline prices crash as a result of lower international prices? Actually, no, not at all. So Indian gasoline prices haven't fallen the way you might have expected, despite domestic market pricing off the international market, which has fallen sharply, as you point out. But this has very much to do with the taxation structure in the country. Gasoline does not come under a goods and service tax, but instead the central government levies a duty and the state government a tax on gasoline sales. And this has gone up as the respective governments try to boost revenues at this time. Audrey, what could be a strong consideration, in your opinion, to make the Indian government ease lockdown restrictions? And what impact would that have on oil demand? Well, India, as you know, Sunita, is primarily an agricultural economy. This is the time when winter crops such as wheat and harvest are harvested. And in northern state of Punjab, Haryana and Uttar Pradesh, the migrant labour has gone back, typically to East India to wait out the lockdown. So there'll be severe shortage of labour. And of course, taking the harvest to the wholesale markets and to the railways for transport across the country will be affected. And we should see supply chain disruptions if the lockdown are not eased to allow labour to move to agriculture. The government is unlikely to want to see this. And if the lockdowns are partially eased, then we should see an uptick in diesel demand. And finally, Aldrich, may I ask how you see refined product demand in Asia in the second quarter? Well, that's going to depend very much on how the regional management for a government manage the, the lockdowns, so how far they persist. But a rise in COVID-19 cases in US and Indonesia, which are two of the world's largest gasoline markets, is definitely worrying to the traders and to the market in, as a whole. We have seen the boost from gasoline prices from the U.S. summer driving season, and also the Islamic fasting month of Ramadan. But now with the COVID-19 spreading across these two countries, that is weighing heavily on the gasoline market. So Indonesia usually is a massive gasoline importer, 10 million barrels per month on average, has already reported a 60% drop in both gas oil and gasoline demand so far. Philippines and Vietnam, they are both typical net importers of gasoline, but they have been seen offering uh, oil products into the market for April loading. And of course, other major gasoline importers such as Pakistan and Sri Lanka have already been cancelling 
uh, April delivery cargoes. And of course, just across the month or across a few weeks, we have seen Vietnam and then Thailand announce restrictions of movement. And Malaysia has extended its lockdown. And in Singapore, we have stepped up our measures. Japan has imposed a state of emergency in some areas as we speak. And China is coming back slowly. But we still see gasoline and gasoline in steep contango. We prompt gasoline and gasoline trading at a significant discount to forward months, reflecting the significant weakness in the markets we are currently. But it's not likely we are going to see a V-shaped recovery in oil product demand, even if the restrictions are lifted. We fully expect that the impact of this virus is going to shackle economic activity for some time. And of course, the ultimate difficulty, of course, is that we have no end date in sight. Thank you, Aldrich. And thank you, of course, for tuning into our August podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to tune in for the other episodes in the Driving Discussion series, where we will continue to explore issues impacting global road fuel markets. And if you'd like to track the immediate fallout from the COVID-19 on the commodity markets, head over to our dedicated hub page on the Argus Media website, which is www.argusmedia.com slash coronavirus. Thank you for listening.